Christ. Yo, movie nerds! Welcome to What They Should've Done. What They Should've Done. The best ideas by the worst people. I just got an amazing idea. A podcast where we deconstruct films and say what filmmakers could've done to make films just that much better. Now, here's your host, Raymond Strife, Sarah Casey, and Tony G. All right, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen of this prison we call quarantine, welcome to another episode of What They Should've Done. I am one of your many hosts, Tony G. I'm Ray Strife. I'm Sarah Casey. Here we are. Yep. We watched a movie. What did we I watch, fuck? guys? The no, this thing. is your... You fucking talk about it. <laughs> The last thing you want to talk about. The last thing anybody wanted to talk about. We watched The Last Thing He Wanted. The Last Temptation. Anne Hathaway and uh, Ben Affleck and a whole bunch of people that probably shouldn't be in this movie. It's so crazy. Like, who who recruited this cast? Like, like they're all morons for doing this. Rosie Perez. Oh. A whole bunch of people. I can... I can see why they jumped on because their last movie, Mudbound, the director, female director, um, her last movie was amazing. So I can see why people would, would jump on to do this movie. But this movie yeah. was, I, I mean, it wasn't, it literally, it was just a movie. Like, I watched the whole movie, just like, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was like a weird, it was like a parody of, of, a, of a Hitchcockian thriller or something it was like all these random details thrown in for the main character that don't ever matter in the movie yep like it was it was like it was like a weird like it was really like if someone wanted to make fun of a movie they didn't like and they made this to make fun of it there were whole chunks like i'm talking like 45 minutes of stuff that didn't matter yeah no a lot of it didn't matter like almost none of it none of it mattered mattered. to, to, to the plot no. What's crazy is that when you said you wanted to do this, Sarah, I looked at the title and the rating, and I was like, oh, man, that's got to be terrible. And then I turned it on, and I was like, I fucking watched this movie three months ago, <laughs> and I didn't even remember what it was called. I watched it, like, the day it came out on Netflix. It popped up in the menu, and I, that's just the kind of guy I am. It's like an OCD thing. I'll watch anything I haven't seen before, left to right, like, like scroll in a library. And I just put it on. I was like, man, look at that cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. And then I watched it, and I was like, this is fucking... I had no idea that it was going to get this reputation as, like, this the worst movie of the year. Well, and the whole time, I was going, what the flying fuck movie is this? What is? Why did they make this movie this way? It's utterly forgettable. So I think that's it, an apt... Uh synopsis for this is yeah you watched it three months ago and totally forgot dude i turned it on and i was like oh the, it, and hathaway had breast cancer I, I saw this that's another thing it's like what what does that i thought when when they gave that detail of her past that this was based on a true story and i almost think that they wrote in all this stuff around her character to trick you into thinking it was that kind of movie I think was, if I was directing this, I would have put in the breast cancer thing just so we can have that uh, breast shot. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Which might have been what happened, sort of. Maybe. 
some executive was like, we need boobs. This movie sucks. All right, she has breast cancer. Take one of them out. They're like, we'll do one boob, sir. <laughs> they had money for one boob. Like, How do we do that? She had breast cancer, I guess. I don't know. Get it out of there. And then Willem Dafoe just, like, picks up his character from Boondock Saints. <laughs> the one thing I took away from this movie was, damn, Ray Strife was right about Ben Affleck's uh, plastic surgery. <laughs> really? I couldn't see it as bad in this as in the Kevin Smith. Yeah, it's bad. Well, maybe this just played a little better. That he <laughs> looked really like, oh, a lot of work done. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's very How about fussy. his character? What the fuck? Like, we'll have this character basically save you the whole movie to only kill you at the end. Like, this is the stupidest fucking movie I ever saw. See, I didn't like, even I gotta... see it like that. I, I looked at it like, okay, so this one of the few things that this movie tries to do is build up Anne Hathaway as an incredibly at- intelligent and uh, detail-oriented reporter. And she knows that Ben Affleck's char- character is a piece of shit. So then suddenly she falls in love with him in like an hour. Right, right. And, and he's like the opposite of every. She's like he's like what's wrong with the world that she's trying to prevent. Yeah. Like even just his station, his career, who he is. Like she suddenly and she's like, trusts let's, him. And yeah, like, she's like let's bang. And he. She's a woman and he's a man, so it works. Come on, get right. the real world. Right. I think if we only get half of your 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 uh, observations, we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I think. Are you still not hearing me? We can only hear that. We hear the last that. half of every sentence, <laughs> and it's like just enough. Maybe you just hear "woman." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like "woman," bro. Tony, it was really like this. You're like, listen, th- th- uh, uh, he. She's a woman. He's a man. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> that's that, exactly that, what happened. That's what you said, and that's exactly. And I was like, "Yeah, there you go. He made his point. That was that we didn't even need the first part." I'm sure it was something offensive. <laughs> God, this is God's bleeping you out now. Not, not as offensive as this movie, right? Wait, listen. So, okay. So the only thing I I don't know what to say about this movie, but the only thing I liked about it is that it had like its tone the noir, the fake noir hitchcock thing the tone of it i was like this movie's going to be cool and that's like the only thing they kind of got right was the tone everything else is pretty fucking trash like i i oh, pretty much the entire film i i had to like read a bunch of i think of... they tried to make Go ahead. like seven movies in one yeah that I be, I buy that, and I, I kept thinking it was gonna start. Oh, What's that? And I <laughs> nothing. I'm on a delay, obviously. But, oh uh, man! No, I think it's we're at this. We're at this again. But I'll I'll say my point and I'll shut the fuck up. I'll try not to talk over you guys. Are Are you saying your point? <laughs> I already did. I already did. Dude, we missed the whole thing. (laughs) After 15 minutes, they tried to make a different movie. Like the Rosie Perez character. Do we need her? Like, there's like the whole thing. Do I need this? Do I need that? I was more, if what they should have done, in my opinion, 
is I would have liked more of the focus on her and William Defoe, their relationship. Then spend the later, maybe a half hour on the, you know, I mean, spend the first hour on her and him. Like, let's build that relationship, not how she's so smart. Right? No? Right. Yeah. Right. I don't think you need to focus on, like, showing us how smart she is or how good of a journalist she is. I know. And, and, it, and it didn't even come off that great. No. It was like she goes to the press conference late and then she, like, says what they said to, like, show that she's like a – it was like a – it plays like a fucking 10th grade science class where, like, the students make fun of the teacher – and you're like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you're here. like, And then she just stands up and starts shitting on everybody. And you're like, yeah, man, she's the best. She's so good at her job that she doesn't even have to fucking be there. Like, I, it just came off dumb to me. I was like, well, a real, like, someone who's good at their job would be there <laughs> and pay attention and then do something. Not, not come in like a cool kid who cut homeroom to smoke and then, like, own the fucking teacher. Like, I don't know. It was fucking lame. I, Right off the bat, I was like, "What? I get, I get what they're trying to show me here, but I'm not seeing it except that it's in the script." You could do that in five minutes. She's somewhere. They show her typing the report. Someone's like, "Yo, great job! Holy shit! People are praising her. We're done." Right. Like, not to say like Martin says he's the only director in the world, but he would be like, "Boom, bing, bang, bing, bing, bong, boom, boom, boom." We know our character. Let's move the fuck on. Right. And get to know the story. Because I, the most intriguing part was her and her dad. Yeah, that was probably the best part. It was. And we didn't get any of it. Like, let's get some human relation to why. You know what? And before we did this, I don't have much to say about this movie. But that's the thing. Like, I would love to see her having to take care of him. Her, Her dealing with the years that he ruined her. What made her, like, why did her dad, her relationship with her dad make her the person she is today? To make her get on that plane. Right. And they get, they try to do that. that with her sentence when he's like, you think you can handle it or whatever? And she's like, I handled it pretty well. When you left, I had to raise myself and put myself through school. I handled it well when I got sick. I handled it well when I had a kid. But uh, I handled it all without you. And it's like no one talks like that. Like, And it wasn't even a moment where she was like standing up for herself. She did it in a casual conversation where she was going to remain with him for there was no emotion behind it. It was just to, to, to uh, ex- expositionalize for us. It was just to fucking give, give us their history in one sentence. And still, it's still, even everything you said gave us no reason, no reason why she would do this for him. Right, right. She's like, I can do anything without you. Fuck you, dad. Okay, I'm going to do this for you. What? Give yeah, me a she... half hour of you guys. Give me a half hour of you, of, of him telling you how much he's sorry for this. How much, like, let's dig into this relationship so when you go over there to save your father's life, it means something to yeah, me. Because once he even goes over there, they, they forget about William Defoe until they say, oh, you know, he's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know and like... He... And none of his contacts care at all. None of his contacts really bring him up. No. It's so weird. Except for the fat guy. Except for the fat guy. He does. Yeah, the fat guy from Last Man on Earth who does an accent somewhat comparable to, like, Scarface. 
where it's like one of the worst accents ever of all time. Like, how did he get this role? I don't know. That was insane. Like, just hire somebody who's really from there. What, it from was where? He was Cuban, right? They all blend together for me. It, it's very oh. vague, like where <laughs> they were going and who, like what nationality each person was. Very, very, very loose. I think they called him the Cuban. And how confusing was it when, like, she's in the airport, right? And the guy's like, "You forgot your bag," and then she runs. They're like, okay, I guess she's running to the plane. And then all of a sudden, she's still. The, you know what I mean? You're like, this whole movie is a disaster. But at that point, I'm like, okay, she has this coke. The stuff. The guy's trying to get her a thing. She runs out. I think she's running to the plane. Then they cut to her at the outside of an airport. With no, I have no knowledge if this is the airport where she got off. The airport. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. Like, where up? It took it until people were like, "Why didn't you leave? Why didn't you leave?" Like, oh, the bitch didn't leave. Where? Where the fuck was she? Why was she there? What the I thought she flew up to a different part of South America. Exactly. Me too. Yeah, I couldn't figure. I, I, I'm gonna go a little bit back. So I feel like what they should have done, because right off the bat, as as cool as that opening sequence the two years earlier thing was with her in South America like going on that trek and trying to find all like the arm stuff. I feel like that's an interesting storyline but it doesn't really move the rest of the movie along. It's yeah, just it didn't like, do anything. Yeah like I, I feel like it, it could have. It could have but they didn't. It but just what, showed that uh, like what, that's where she uh, wants to be. Yeah because then she what goes they have done, I, I just Pick it up right when she's walking into that thing with fucking Affleck. And then spend more time with uh, Willem Dafoe. Right. Yeah, yeah. Less, I think they uh, They, they, they could have like cut out a lot of the monologues and stuff that were driving the storyline around. And by the way, she, she's everybody runs through their monologues so fucking fast that you got to like re- watch it in like half speed just to try to figure out what the fuck anyone's saying. Uh, yeah, Sarah, watching this movie in half speed is punishment for shoplifting. <laughs> <country. laughs> okay, nobody wants to do that. Exactly. So don't. So if you cut out that first fifteen minutes of her and Rosie Perez in South America, then you could have time to actually develop the story. Yeah, in the, the right end, way. And no offense to Rosie Perez, I love Rosie, but you can cut her out of this whole movie. Billy, you don't need her. I don't think you really need her. You don't need her. I love. Billy. Her. I love her. But she showed up in two movies now that we're bitching about. I want to be on Jeopardy, Billy. This is the third movie. Yeah, we've, we've been... Di- this was is the our- other one? It was Birds of Prey, and yeah. um, and we watched another one, a Netflix one. With her? Yeah, she, where she had a small part besides this one. I don't right? remember. Maybe it was two. Maybe I'm dreaming. Maybe this movie was so long, I got two movies going well, on. Well, you in my did head. watch it twice. Maybe oh, you're... I watched it twice. <laughs> That's what it was. I'm still so... meditating to her in the beginning of Do the Right Thing. So, I mean, I don't know. I want to get on Jeopardy, Billy. This is also the second Anne God Hathaway, too. And I feel like this is similar to the first Anne Hathaway movie we talked about on here as well. Dude, I don't what Like, her other one. I get what. Thank you for telling what me that they. Serenity. Serenity now, insanity later. Yeah, I didn't watch that movie. That was uh, I didn't watch. 
Didn't no, it we wasn't, do... right? You, no, you watched that one. We The one you didn't watch was, um... Oh, what the fuck it, was a that? Star is Born. What the fuck was yeah. Star is Born? What the fuck was Serenity? It was the, the one with Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. on a boat. You totally watched that. Game. Not watch that movie. You He's totally watched it. He's in a video game it. in his son's soul. Oh, yeah, because we never did it. We didn't I do thought, Serenity. I think you wanted to. No. Oh, man, it, this, this podcast is going off the rails. Dude, I don't even know what year it is, bro. <laughs> I'm here injecting bleach into my veins, trying to fucking solve my problems. I've been listening. I've been listening to Nirvana bleach for hours. <laughs> my COVID HD, by the way, mine's that, that much advanced. COVID I HD. <laughs> COVID HD. This time you you thought COVID gives a shit. <laughs> All right, so. I don't know what else you said, but all I hear is what who gives a shit. So anyway, Anne Hathaway to me is like a very good actress. She makes some bad choices. And I guess you've cleared it up why people picked this movie to be in, because this last movie this director did was very good. Apparently I didn't see it. But like, man, Anne Hathaway, oh, sometimes she could kill it. I'm telling you, this la- the, her last movie, Mudbound, was like one of the movies where people are like, uh, I don't know how to say, like, uh, it was nominated for some Oscars, but it should have been nominated for more. Like, you know, Green right. Book, it was at the same time as Green Book, this is a real film made by a person of color about people of color, about things. And it was, you watch it, you're like, holy shit, this is a fucking amazing fucking movie, which I don't see why this was her next choice. I think it was just Netflix money, bro. Well, there you go. We're all the same. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, uh, this was like not a story anybody is dying to tell. I'm telling you that it, I only think, and I'm saying this to me, and I'm sorry. I really think if they just focused on Defoe and her, and did it more like a blow type, you know, just a more mm. of like a. I don't want to make them make other movies, but they spent too much time on shit we didn't care about. Then the only way I would. Say if this movie is Defoe and her's relationship. Let's make it a father daughter. Right. The only one and of the only. You... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I agree with you, Gobbles. One of the only good scenes in this movie is when she gets, she realizes he's going uh, senile, and when she gets to his house, it's a fucking pigsty, and she hates him. And then she cleans his house up. She does all the dishes. She cleans because she's emotional. She feels sad for this guy who she hates as a father. And that was one of the only real earned moments in the movie. When she opens the refrigerator oh, yeah. and there's nothing in there but like oh, yeah. a beer and like a thing of pickles and mayonnaise or something. And she just like drops to the floor. That that was that this whole movie could have been like that. Like she actually had a time to shine where she isn't like. Running dialogue five thousand right. words a minute at the camera right. to get to. She's like, here's here's the caper. See, I'm gonna yes. get on this uh, plane down onto Cuba and with, with a, nothing but my female moxie, I'm gonna infiltrate the the entire cocaine uh, c- uh, contra fucking army down there. And it's like, yo, bro, chill the fuck out. What the fuck is happening in this movie right now? Like, she went down there and didn't even know what was she was doing. Yeah. We get we get well, Shakespeare the Shakespeare of- monologues and then no there's no 
no one even in the plot knows the plot. Yeah, agreed. And you know the worst part is, is that she gets down there, she gets down there, and we don't, we still never learn anything. <laughs> it's not like she goes down there and we learn something. Right. It so all builds. They should done. What they should have done real quick is when her dad, she's there with her dad, he's explaining shit and how things should go down and how things work down there and blah, 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 blah. So when she goes down there, she has an idea of what's somewhat, the way he thinks it's supposed to work. Because everything says, like, get on this plane. And every single person she calls goes, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck? The whole movie, it's like they made it up. It's like I grabbed the camera and we said, Let's do this. And then nobody could think of an idea. So we're like, well, that's not how it works. I don't know. Let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. I also, uh, another reason, as much as I like Rosie Perez, but she shouldn't be in this movie, the French guy, like the the other reporter that was infiltrating this whole arms deal or whatever, I think that would have been more of an interesting, like, mystery suspense thing if we didn't have Rosie Perez giving us, like, hints that the whole, like, for that entire thread that he was, like, another reporter on it. Right. It it just turns into three wait. random plot twists. Yes. That, that are make unnecessary. No, that aren't even wait, wait, plot twists. Wait, who was the other The guy that like Who's she, the French guy? The the guy he kept he like saved her he he like picked her up in the car and was driving her around and then she stole the car he was, from him. Is he, uh, and is then he in the a other, reporter or is he a government yeah, agent? That guy's a reporter? I, I he exactly. What he was either a reporter or an agent. I think he's some kind of a government agent. I thought he was the captain. I thought he was the guy from Captain Phillips. <laughs> what? The, I'm the captain of this boat now. I think that's a different guy. That's who I thought that yeah. was. No, I don't think so. I, I thought, thought it was the guy. It's his prequel. It's his prequel. I will cut that top stuff. What are you cutting out? But what I'm saying, you know what, Sarah, with that. <laughs> We'll cut out the Captain Phillips joke because that's not racist. <laughs> but Sarah, you're, what they should have done with that is what they should have done is not let us know or he keeps her going through this so he can report on it. And they, you know what I mean? Like that would be a kind of a cool thing where he's like keeping her going through it so he doesn't have to. And the story still and happens. He's stealing the stuff. Is that what was that could have been really right. cool? He's, but I, he's creating. But it just. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just once again makes Rosie's role redundant. Like I don't yeah. I don't need her at all. Like we don't need her in this movie at all. I know. All. And then and then you get a glimpse into her family life for really no reason at all either. No reason. Like there's no her character's never at risk. We barely see the character after those couple of scenes. Like like to show me that she is in a relationship with another woman that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't care what, what, what's going on there, but it's though to show me any loved ones of hers, what you would think would be to, to make the stakes heavier. Yeah. And really there was just absolutely no fucking reason at all to show anybody in her life or any scenes outside of the office, except that she gets a call here and there. I, it was weird. It's like, why with this movie, in this movie, there are no stakes in real life. If you, watch this movie from beginning to end you're like there were no stakes it was yeah. 
You know what I mean? Everything that was mentioned has nothing to do with anything until Batflack is like, you know yeah. what I mean? You're like, and oh, even then, you... even then, it's like, what? Why? Yeah, because she was a reporter. I don't know. Because she, she knew pretty... too much. Remember there was a scene, there was a scene where he's like, oh, she knows everything before us. She's so smart. Remember he's like, she's number one. She's basically like the Captain Marvel of like uh, of uh, reporters. She knows everything. She can bring everybody down. I got to get in there. And that's why he travels around to find her to, to end her from ruining everything. Yeah, like they threw her on the uh, on the Reagan campaign trail to punish her because uh, they didn't want her sniffing around on the arm stuff anymore. And then she ended up another thing like then Rosie Perez takes over for her. like who cares? Like, why are we following her on this campaign trail? I know I just got to you explaining that just gave me a fucking headache. Yeah. Like you explaining her 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 uh, travel through this plot. Yeah, it's like, OK, man, we get what fucking year it is. All you had to do was put the year on the fucking screen and we would have known what year it is. Like, stop throwing all these fucking all this shit at me right now. She's looking at Reagan's ass. Like I, I don't. Why? What the fuck? Where? Did, why did she do that? I th- I like honestly that, thought this. They they like hit. That. Go ahead. No, I, I I'm sorry. It's a it's the phone thing. I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. I was gonna say like uh with, okay, with them. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> there's a delay, woman. There's a delay. <laughs> so there's um, the way the way they kept touching on all this historical stuff. I, I thought that they were actually going to do some sort of like a contra deal. I thought that's right. what this whole thing was, and it seemed like it was like a, a really, really weird fake one. But it it was just like glazed over. It's like, oh, there's cocaine here. Yeah, it just seemed what weird. What else? And then how about the fucking, I know. Marjorie White, any of this. What, what did you say? Come again? I said they're, what, they were, what, what they were trying to do was okay. But there was better and smarter ways to do all of that. Okay. They could have put it in the back. You know what I mean? Like, what's, what's basically what we're all saying is what they should have done is not, like, made it the forefront. They should have maybe stepped back a few steps, let us deal with the characters while that – it's like a Forrest Gump thing. We all know what's happening in Forrest Gump. Right. But they're not – all that shit in our face. We all know what's happening in Blow. We all know what's happening in this. Just don't throw it right in my fucking face. Let me figure out what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. You throw it right in my face, I figure that's the most important thing right now when it's not. You're just right. giving me a time and a place of where we're at. Yeah. Right. I, uh, yeah. For yeah, no this reason. movie sucked for no fucking reason. How about the, I, I know we're getting there. How about this, like, fake Truman Capote guy? Oh, yeah, that My guy. Favorite. What the I f- love he, He's a character actor in all sorts of shit. That no, he's guy. a great actor. Yeah, but, but he was useless. is this? What? It's just, like, this yeah. plot device that becomes the whole third act. Yeah. Yes. Why? It's useless. Just to give her a place because to that's live. Where, because that's where they send people like her. That's and here's and I just thought it was, it's when you are on my bad side. I'm the government. I send you here for sanctuary, and this is where I kill you. Like that's what he became, because he used to be a big gay thing. He used to be blah blah blah. He has nothing, so he got in ties with the government, 
the same way she was getting tangled with the government. And now what he does is he'll give you sanctuary so that the government can come and kill you. That's what I think. Well, I get that's what it turned into, but it, he didn't seem like he knew that. And he, they killed him. No, because he's, he's of course. If if, if I got to go somewhere where someone's going to kill me, he's going to act like, yeah. And oh, you don't want to know this, but they dropped that ball. Yeah, but he's even he mad. Like, she's supposed to clean. Hello? Because he's got a he's... keeper there. Right, but then she, like, doesn't clean and he's mad. Like, it didn't seem like he would. No, he does. He was mad at something else. He did something. It wasn't not cleaning because he was cleaning. Oh, it's because she left. It's because no, he was mad because she left and went back for like a night. Did that happen? Over. I don't know. Yes, which when she fucked. It's when she fucked the guy from Fashionable Mail. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Shannon Peters. Over when I'm done. For now on, I'm going to say over when I'm done talking. <laughs> over. This is the this is top tier podcasting. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I think so... you're right, Ray. Over. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so then she's in the there, He's in the swimming pool with a naked guy doing drugs, and then uh, this movie gets even worse. And then she dies. The end. So, here's the other thing, too, right? Another reason, like, this movie isn't... Nothing... No plot in this movie is necessary. So, she... She's doing this arms deal for her father, who is sick. Right? And it's an arms deal for cocaine, but no one knows that. No one knows that. Well, I think somebody knows that, but they're just not leading on. I think I think cu- the Cuban, the fat Cuban guy, knows. Yeah, but who he, is very good in well, that's Last Man on Earth? But my but that's the thing too. Where it was this movie, and I'm uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, Sarah. Did the dad know this is how it was going to go down? I have no idea. I he doesn't it. even know what year it is. Because that bothered, but he knew what year it was before he had his struggle. Like that's what bothers me that he sent his daughter into the. Well, he was going to be or did they real quick? Sorry, I'm sorry. Did they do this because they sent a woman and not him? Or did he know this was going to happen and he sent his daughter there? That's my only question. I don't I don't think that he knew that it was going to go down like that. I thought I think he thought that this was going to be like his nest egg. And he talked about this. Right. I need this money. I have no money. I need to be able to retire. And he wanted to leave her money. He was like, this is going to be my legacy to you. So it doesn't seem like he was setting her up. No. He he honestly wanted to do this, and then he became too sick to do it, and he asked her to do it. So then once she goes down there and and realizes everything's fucked up, like a few scenes later, he dies. Like, get just go home. What's the – what are you doing? Just leave. Well, with that – They stole her passport, but she could still find a way home. Call Rosie Perez. Yeah, but she doesn't put Sarah. She doesn't want to go home. That's why they dug it into our brains that she's this investigative reporter and she wants to know what's going on, which I get. But let me, let me ask you this. Would this be a cool what, what they should have done? Is if, let's say they did like we said, where she spends her time with her dad, right? 
and maybe she's getting bored of taking care of her dad. Like, this is this sucks. I'm sitting here talking to my senile dad, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, he has this big deal that has to go down, right? Somebody has to take care of it. She's not listening to him. She's not doing anything. The door fucking busts open. Black bag put over her fucking head, right? She's forced onto the plane. Now she's forced into the rest of the movie. And now she has to figure out what the fuck's going on based on what her dad was telling her earlier. Right, maybe even... Her dad wasn't crazy. Like She's sitting there thinking her dad's nuts. Now she's forced into this life thinking her dad was nuts. But now it's a real thing. Now she has to struggle with that. That would have been fucking cooler than her even accepting, I'm going to go do this for you, dad. It's more you're nuts, but no, you... Uh, who's the guy you're saying? The guy from Last Man on Earth. He he sends a motherfucker over there because they make up some reason because it's his thing. Right. They you don't want to I mean? risk. They don't want to risk one of their own. They'll risk one of his. What about or, this? Yeah. Or it has to be like blood or someone they can trust. Or what about this? Dad. On that on that same vein. So like, she her dad is clearly senile in some senses, but all these ramblings about the arms deal and stuff, she just like shakes off as yeah, whatever, dad. You don't know what you're talking about. Then he dies. Then the Cuban guy kidnaps her because he still needs somebody to go do this arms thing, and then she's figuring it all out. Well, that's basically what it I is. Just but said. like she's, she, but he dies first. He dies first. I would rather, and, and I like, I like it, but I would like, in my brain, I'd like him to die while she's out there to give her, which they didn't do in this movie, extra rage or something. To make her feel bad that she didn't believe in her fucking father. Right. And it's just, I should have believed. And again, these are like, you could, it, it, it's natural human emotions. Right. If, if he gets kidnapped, and I'm, I'm good, if she gets kidnapped before he dies, and now she's worried about her father, and they're like, this is going to happen to your father if you don't do because of her father, okay. you know, and then then you add stakes to it, which this movie there, doesn't have. And she realizes how right her father ro- was, and what's really. And as a reporter who thinks, and I think this might have been something she would—they were trying to go for. She's so smart that she knows everything, right? And she's bra- now she's realizing shit that was like, oh my god, I could never believe this type of shit is happening in a world with our government. And our, you know what I mean? And then he dies. I think it'd have a bigger impact. But they didn't hit on any of that. Right. Everything, everything was so, so um, flatlined. Everything's like, my dad died. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to give, uh, I really want to do a quick thing. When she calls her daughter, great scene. Which time? The it's last the, time? When she calls her daughter and she's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, even right now, my, my, I got goosebumps. That was a great scene. Because she, well, she calls her daughter a few times, so I don't know. Yeah, which what one time are you talking about? about? The last time. That's what I, like, I'm yeah. sorry. All I wanted for you was the best. Blah, blah. I know I'm not a good person. I know this. If that's what she should have been feeling from her dad. And I know they were going for it subtly, but like, we're yeah, they, 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 they kind of blew push it. it a little bit. Give me that. Give me a little bit. That's what I was thinking. And then, well, like, as the daughter thing with her unloading her daughter on a boarding school so she can do her job. It is like an only thing in this movie that's like reflective of her relationship with her father, where she's kind of similar to him in that fact. And that could have been elaborated upon. And like what you're saying is cool, but even maybe if you 
what they should have done too. Maybe they, when she's taking care of her father, her daughter's got to come home for break. They all live together for a little while. Her, she hates her dad. Her daughter hates her. Then when she goes overseas, she's the daughter. She's missing the daughter. She misses the dad's funeral, and now the daughter's even more mad. And she's like, and then that last phone call could have gone even more emotional. Like, you weren't even fucking there for this. This is the one fucking thing, you know? We finally all bonded, and you couldn't even do the, be there for this because you're doing this shit or whatever. That could have been cool, too. I'll agree with you, though, Anthony. Like, the, best, together, yeah. the, bo- the best moments in this movie, and there weren't that many, were when there was actual emotion. The refrigerator scene, the that last phone conversation, shit like that. That that was actually very well done. And then you're reminded that, you know, Anne Hathaway is a pretty that- decent actress. Because <laughs> the rest of it's is, like, what no, the fuck? But, Rick, even with your idea, I don't know if I would bring the girl home, but I would have her, like, if she's on the phone with her daughter, who, again, doesn't want to talk to her, who loves her dad more. Like, that's the whole thing. She hates this. She- the whole point is she hates this, but she's trying to give her a better life. If she's talking to her daughter on the phone during all that stuff to make the daughter want to meet the grandfather, you know what I mean? Like you, you take my your, my idea, your idea, and her idea, put it together. Yeah, I yeah. That would have made so much better. And these are things where you're like, I don't know how somebody didn't watch this. Like, who watched this? Who watched this movie and was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I mean, Gotti, no lie, Gotti. I can see people sitting there and going, yo, dude, we killed it. We killed right. it. We did the mafia. This movie, I'm like, what? I, I can't see what you did. It's what it is. Well, uh, thank you for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. Well, and I can see why she did, man. She was nominated for Oscars. The director was nominated for Oscars. She's a woman. She's a person of color. You'd be throwing money at her to make her next. I wouldn't be. I'd be like, here, what are you going to do next? Right. But somebody needed to be there and be like, this is not working. This is not working. And it did not work. And I'm no. telling you, man, before I started talking to you guys, I was like, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to sit on this podcast and not say anything. Cause it was Dude, like, I kind of felt the same way. I don't know. I felt the same way, man. I was like, what I was, the fuck I'm, can I say about this movie? I, yeah, I, I really wanted to watch it again because it's been so long since I saw it. That I forgot, but I don't because the movie was not good enough to watch us. I feel Listen, I, I watched it twice. Ray, I'm sorry. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sarah, you saw this before you suggested it? No. I saw it like we we oh, okay. wa- we were supposed to do this podcast over a week ago. I saw it like right. a while ago. And it's oh, been yeah. so long that, I mean I forgot about it, it two days later. Dude, I forgot everything too after the second time watching it until you guys started talking about it now. I was like, I got nothing. I have fucking nothing. And I was like, there's no way I'm watching this movie a third fucking time. Yeah. To just forget. I feel like there's a whole part of this movie that just didn't happen and isn't in the movie that my brain wants to register. My brain is like, you have to be forgetting something because this movie didn't work. So there had to be another part of the movie that made this plot work. And it, there wasn't. But my, my brain's like, that's not how movies work. It so was, it's trying to, like, dig for a memory that's not there. It's kind of like a fever dream, you know? Yeah. It a is a fucking one, fever dream. It's like, like you're in Hathaway. a different thing. You're, you're in the middle of some, uh, something that's sort of intense, but it's completely 
disassociated from the last thing you were doing. But in your brain, it makes sense in the dream. And then the you wake up movie. and you're like, what the fuck? What the hell was that dream? Yeah, it, it's just a I ball think, of nothing. I think if somebody... What they should have done in real life is in the script phrase. And again, I don't know what the script was. I don't know. This, this is based off a book. Before, you know. This is based off a book. What they done was just slow down and realize what can we do here? You know what I mean? Like what is, and especially because the movie's called The Last Thing He Ever Wanted, right? Is that what the name of the movie is? The Last Thing He Wanted. Over. Who 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 is he? Exactly. I I thought until we just had this conversation. Oh, who is he? I think I, in my head, I thought that the last he was Ben Affleck. That's what but I now thought. Now that we're ta- now we're talking about it, and I no, think the last the, thing is the, the father, and the last thing he would have ever yeah. wanted was for her to get killed doing this thing. Right, for him. That's, for him. But the thing is, you spend. I want to sit down. Honestly, I want to sit down with this movie and time out how much time she spends with him. And then the rest of the movie. I mean, Sarah, in real life, what do you think? F- 15 minutes, maybe? She spends with him? Maybe. Yeah. Big maybe. In 15 minutes of a, what? Over, I mean, the movie's only an hour and 45 minutes or something. But there's no emotion. I mean, if he, oh my God, this whole movie should have been him and her. If this movie was made in the 70s, it would have been him and her. And then, like, uh, 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 you know what I mean? Procedural like a kind of thing. Not procedural. It would be a huge study. A yeah, but then even they. I mean, I feel like if that. they made this in the '70s, it would be like a, a typical reporter hunting down the story and getting caught up in shit kind of a movie. Well, him being the he and us not knowing is so telling. It's like it's like that's the review of the whole movie. It's like he's the fucking title character, and it took me. Watching the movie twice and then talking to you guys about it to realize that. Yeah, I, I, I started this podcast thinking that he was Ben Affleck. And then as we had this no, conversation, I, I realized no. it was Willem Dafoe. Yeah, me too. But, and the thing is, we can still be wrong. And you know what? Somebody who likes this movie would go, see? See what this movie did? A24, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah. A24 movies that you don't understand but people think, you know, the intelligent, Uh, smart people. See, I don't know, man. I I, I, think... um, This is not a movie that makes you think in a good way. No. (laughs) No. What they almost do, though, is convince you you're stupid. They almost make you feel like you're dumb because you don't get what's going on. But, like, like it's not like some, uh, you know... Uh, in, in clear and present danger where you watch Harrison Ford fight politically and you're 12 and you're like, I don't really follow the politics here. It's really just dumb. But your brain's like, just like, what am I missing? What am I fucking missing from this movie that I don't get? And it, the movie kind of tries to trick you into thinking you're dumb and the movie's just fucking dumb. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> This, this was a rough watch. Are there, if, if you like this movie, let us know. Yeah, I'd Press like to one. talk to somebody again, who I likes this, this movie. If I swear to God. I don't want to be an asshole, but again, I I can, I can, think I with what this is. I'm like, all right, let's move this. Let's do this. Let's move this. This is a lot of things. And I think what their politics were trying to prove, they let that go before what the story should be. 
You know, I mean, I think they let the politics of this movie push it rather than the story of the movie. And I don't want to read the book, and I probably want to read the book. I think it was like, well, this is this, this is that. I'm not getting specific with the politics, but I think they pushed the politics a little too much rather than the story. I feel like there were just yeah. they, there were red herrings for the sake of it. Like, because I, I didn't have necessarily a hard time following this movie. I just had no incentive for following this movie. Oh, I, I, I'll i be an idiot. I had a hard time following the movie. I'm like, where are we doing? What's happening? Why? It made what? sense to me. Because she, like, I mean, you have to sit there and listen to every mile a minute fucking thing she's saying or thinking. But it made sense right. to me, like, where she was going and what she was doing and why she was doing that. Loosely, it made sense because that's just, like, whatever her motive was. But, I mean, there was um, just no uh, payoff. There was no. I'm with goggles, too. I, I didn't, I couldn't follow half of it. I, like, I get what you're no. saying. Like, I'm, I would. When they told me why she went to a new place, I was like, I guess, but it seems like that's not the right decision. Yeah. And how about how about the plot twist with the guy, the big bad guy in charge at the end, who was like in the airport with her? Oh yeah. And they like, what the fuck? What the fuck happened? Why the fuck was that even in the fucking movie? No, in real life, when she walked in that room, right? I was like, oh, that guy behind her on the phone is the guy. Dude, me too. Me was, too. Yes. The guy with the black cowboy hat. I'm like, oh, so, well, that guy's the guy. And they ended up both being, quote unquote, the guy. Right. But it was, this is dumb. Like, well, they didn't like you for this reason. And it was too early in the movie to be pulling that shit. Right, like I agree. Jason Bourne, like a Jason Bourne movie would let you get to the end of the movie before all that stuff happened. She was there in the first five seconds. Yeah. Like, oh, nope, done. You're done. Well, what the right. fuck? Anyone flashes back. Oh, it's, oh, it's actually you're frustrating me right now because the way you write a thriller, they did everything in the first 15 fucking minutes, maybe. Actually, it's probably an hour. But it's uh, so dumb. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's like at the end, it's like that guy wasn't peppered in throughout the film. He's in like one or two scenes. And then, and like, then they flash back to he. She knew him when he was a, a a kid, but they never showed that before, the plot twist. So like, that's what's the plot twist. Why is it even? You know, he he says, "Oh, you know him. You know him." When he's on one of the senile rants, but like, there was no one. Like, if he was peppered in and out of the movie as someone she did know, then it's a plot twist. It's not a fucking plot twist if he's never in the movie and then they reveal it at the end. That's the fucking stupidest you know shit I've ever seen. That- you know who I thought that was going to be? Affleck. Right, and he, and he kind of worked for him, I guess. Yeah. Through imagine, the government. Imagine, imagine, but imagine if he's like, you remember him, you remember him, and it cuts back, and it's a little girl talking to a little boy. You know what I mean? So they both grew up. So it's like oh, my God. Groomed. Like, it's almost like. It's like a never-ending cycle. Like, this shit, like, you remember a little, and it was her first crush or her first, you know what I mean? But it's been so long. No, it's some fucking guy. You're like, okay, whatever. It's the world's most interesting man. (laughs) It was the world's most interesting man. Exactly when you thought, and and I bet you that they thought they were so fucking clever look like i was like right away like oh it's that kind of white suit it was a dude i said the same thing white suit <laughs> 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 and 
and then you're like, oh, it's not. And then at the end, they're like, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, what the fuck? I, yeah, I, I don't know. And then how about the, like, at the end when she dies and she, like, falls off the cliff? Really super for, slowly for, and awkwardly. Forever. Right. So then it's like, to me, that was like when Mr. Burns makes a movie out of himself. It was, like, so indulgent. It was like, if, if you told me Anne Hathaway wrote this movie and directed it, and that was her big end, you, I gotta die at the end, I would have believed you. Because it's such a crazy, indulgent, like, oh, I've, I've been martyred. I am such a hero. And now I will fall. I will plunge to the depths with my sad narration. It was just so fucking self-indulgent. It, like, it, it was so bad. Like, I couldn't, I, was, I didn't care at all. I'm so angry that, like, she trusted Ben Affleck when we spent the first act and a half not trusting him at all. I know. They don't even at hide all. who he is. Yeah. Like, it is clear. She clearly knows that he is no good. He's no good. Right. Like, I thought when, he, when he's at the bar, I'm like, oh, she doesn't know who he is? Yeah. And I was like, oh, they know each other. I'm like, oh. Well, then why are you fucking him? Oh, that's what I want. I don't know if I said that. I thought that was going to be, I thought when that happened, I thought that was going to be her kid's dad. I'm like, oh, he's the dad of her dumb kid. That would have been a nice twist that I would have liked. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's the dad. That's so a what they should have like, done I can get behind. I don't know. I yeah, think... strong, independent woman, and this is just some guy who likes to fuck women in the, uh, a very uncomfortable place. <laughs> I think that that I think that would have been too right. much. I think that would have been more convoluted. Right, right, right. He likes to fuck women. Yeah, I get the mall rats saying I'm I'm talking about a different movie. <laughs> Are you Sarah, The back of a Volkswagen? No, <laughs> you idiot! All right, that's what I meant. There you go. Uh, yeah, that would have been too on point with the other twists in this movie. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think. Her, she would have had a baby with a guy who works in like the CIA or whatever. I would 100% throw away five other plot twists in this movie to have that one. Because then he at least have a purpose for like. Yeah, but it doesn't really vibe with her. Doesn't really go with her character. She's a liberal reporter. The only the dumb thing she she's dumb for fucking. Maybe that's what pissed her off. You're also saying she would never fuck this guy, right? To have a child. And then she does. Yeah, I get it. But and I'm just saying, like, the, but that's the dumb. That, that's all. You know that's our biggest complaint. It no, makes no sense. Maybe when she fucked it. If you lose a tit, then you have a half with her. I'll fuck you. All right. We can only touch this. <laughs> the far right. The far right tit. Why isn't it blanking <laughs> you out at the right times? <laughs> I mean, that was a pretty good blank out, though. That was pretty good. But no, so... Ah, fuck, I totally forgot what it... Oh, yeah, so maybe the three of us combined can try to remember what the hell led up to them actually fucking. Because they meet up at the fucking bar, and she's eating, there like, wasn't. a milkshake. nothing. She's, like, eating a milkshake, right? And, or drinking a milkshake? <laughs> no, she was eating it, because she was, like, spooning this milkshake. It was, like, a chocolate milkshake or something, right? Sleeping with it, she's cuddling and, the milkshake, no. spooning it. No, she's like at oh, the bar drinking a milkshake, and then Ben Affleck shows up and tries to buy her a drink, and they clearly do not like each other. But then it it like smash cuts to them uh, post. They fucked because it was the 
It was the Fourth of July. But the most the most American of all days. Yeah, like, but I don't. Why? Why? You all. <laughs> like, why? Why did that happen? God will forgive you if you fuck anyone on Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule. Because she's a woman and he's a man. The movie. Did, did, oh, so was it? Well, a woman, a man has to fuck somewhere. Did the promise of a passport so she could leave the country come before or after sex? Do you guys remember? I don't remember. Because I don't I understand don't what sex happened. Or after sex. I think it's after. I it think was it came after? after? Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> I, I really don't understand why that happened. Dude, this movie was bad. It didn't have to be bad. I can tell you why it happened, but my our, our female audience is not going to enjoy it. Wait, was it because she's a woman and he's a man? Is that yes. why? Yes. <laughs> then why didn't she sleep with the fucking French guy or sleep with the fucking Cuban guy? He's a man. She's a woman. He's a racist. I know shouldn't like her. And she's a racist, and that's why she goes on all these journeys to give to make herself feel worse. Like, uh, I feel so bad. I'm a racist. Let me go take pictures of uh, Mexico, uh, Cuban women or whatever they are cleaning their socks in a bucket. Yeah, that part, oh my <laughs> god, how bad was wacky. that part? How bad was that part? She's it was at cringy. This super yeah. secret drug lair. That was very cringy. And she's like, I'm gonna get out and take pictures of this lady, and they'll never know. That I'm taking pictures of them. What are they that, I was she's like, not even photographer. She's the reporter. Uh, Rosie Perez should be doing that. I was like, yes. what? I, there was like a, a minute of suspense for me, and then I was like, this is fucking stupid. This movie is fucking stupid. But then Rosie Perez is doing life, her job. In real life, if she got out of that fucking car, it would have turned into Cannibal Holocaust. I'm not being a jerk off. I'm not being an asshole. Every man in that place would have went up to her, destroyed her. You know what I'm saying? You're telling me Anne Hathaway is going to walk around that imprisonment camp, whatever the that fuck compound? it is. Walk- yeah, come on. Come on. That bitch might, might have made it through a fucking bar in Hamilton without being raped. Oh, she my- fucking walk through that place? She- she wouldn't make it through Bill's fucking tavern. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> she wanted. She the last thing he Georgia. ever wanted. <laughs> the last thing anyone wanted was to drink at Bill's old time tavern. Oh, I definitely, saying, I'd rather I watch this, this movie. And they were just like, oh, go back to your car. They let her go back to her car. And again, I'm not even being uh, a jerk. But the way they set up this world, they let a white woman with a camera walk around without no repercussions. Yes. Like in real life. Like, I'm not, you know, forget who's saying this, but come on. <laughs> I, th- I think that I think it was inferred that like when they left there, which like that maybe she in- she inferred that something nefarious was about to happen to her. No, something. Come on, in this real life, if she walked over there, every guy's playing foosball with a fucking camera that kills her. You're gonna let a white woman walk around this place? Come on. Yeah, especially in the '70s, 80s. 
I know Early. now we're 2020 in a world of quarantine, but in fucking 1980 fucking two, she's not. No one's gonna let her walk around that complex. Like, okay, you're fine. Oh, here's a white woman walking around. Give me Please. a fucking break. Smile. Say cheese. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit. I know we have different standards now, but she would have been raped and murdered within fucking five fucking seconds of stepping out of that fucking car. Remind me, why did we go there? She ne- she was trying to get the money? Yeah, the arms yeah. Deal? yeah again, again, why was any of this movie made? Again, and, and then she left with nothing, right? Yeah, that was one yes. of the scenes, too, where I'm like, why, what? Why would this be the next logical and, step? Be, well, no okay. one there will even talk to her, but they'll bring her there. So, so she went there and because he, her like, dad told her not to get on the plane. Okay, oh, never mind. Go ahead, Aunt. It's a it's a delay, Sarah. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Again, it's okay. <laughs> oh, delay. <laughs> Over. You done? No. Over. I'm done. Okay. So I think what was happening was that uh, she, her dad, well, her dad told her she can't get on the plane unless she has the money. And then the plane left. It's like, yeah, peace, I'm out. I don't give a fuck. But she didn't have the money. So then the French guy that was the double agent or whatever took her to the compound, but didn't get the money. Right. And then they, and then she, she grabs one of the kilo, one of the pounds of Coke, but then she leaves the rest of the bag just sitting there on the tarmac. Yeah, right? The whole thing's a waste. Yeah. Yes. It's terrible. Now, which is another what they should have done is if, let's say we, they, they should have done what we said, where she hangs out with her dad and shit, but then she doesn't give a shit about her dad, only goes over there for the fucking story. We see the buildup for the story. No one believes her, blah, blah, blah. But based on what her dad's telling her, you know what I mean? And then, dude, you could have made a three-hour-long, intriguing movie about this movie. Guys, I feel like you I know, ate mushrooms movie. just talking about this movie. <laughs> it's it's, it, no, it's like a nightmare. Movie, if they took each part and were like, this is what's interesting about this, this is what's interesting about this, you could have made a three-hour-long movie that was awesome. You could have made like a deer hunter out of this. You could have. But they didn't. But they did it because they focused on all the wrong things. Yes. They skipped over all the things that make the story interesting. You're correct. Yes. I 100% agree is? with you. As a woman, Sarah, why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 maybe they were are, – are you, are you baiting me to say what you think I'm going to say? Yeah, you Is know that what, what I, this is? You know what I want You're baiting say. me. I'm not going to say it. You're an asshole. <laughs> Yeah. I kind of do they want Anne Hathaway to be su- to just be that super smart, independent woman. Is that is that what you want me to say? <laughs> That's what this movie's about. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care how stupid I sound, but even if, as a woman director, don't you think she would have done the longer stuff? Like, don't you think she would have done the things we're talking about? Like, do you think as a woman she had to go and like I got to do this action stuff and make like a movie that uh, you know? Well, I I haven't read the book. And that, and that's the thing is I yeah, I, well, I feel wondering... like this is all about an interpretation of this book and it's and from what I've gathered because I read a few things in preparation for trying to remember what this fucking movie's about for this podcast, it sounds like they changed a lot of things from the book to this movie to make it more of an action film if you can believe yeah. that. Is, is that what that's... you think? Because I, I I was wondering if there was a 
if the book is just as convoluted. Like, I can't understand this. I think the book is probably a good book, but it just doesn't translate to a fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. And and herein lies the problem. This 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 director was trying to make an action film out of, like, a book that's just like a like a psychological thriller fucking mystery kind of a thing that's not meant to be an action movie. Right. And we probably got a lot more of, of her connections with the other characters through script, through, through a book than, than even with this movie with the narration, like there's probably a lot more written about. I I think, I think the bigger issue that is happening here is this director chose to move the plot along with all those monologues rather than get creative and do other things. To keep things interesting for the viewer. Yeah. And again, let's uh, let's not blame the director. Maybe she wanted it. Maybe she I'm, made a difference. It, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't. It might not be the director. It could be the scriptwriter. It could be the editor. The like, yeah, the and final, it didn't look bad. Yeah, like the final product just doesn't right. sync together. The it wasn't shot poorly. More to do with just in the fucking look. She might have made a movie, and then Netflix was like, no. She might have made Irishman. You know what I mean? But. It's possible. How long have we been fucking? I got to get dumped. <laughs> How long have we been going? It's we're at one oh two. Yeah, right about an hour. How many beers did you guys drink during this? Uh, one and a half. I'm I'm on yeah I'm I'm on my excuse me second. I drank five beers during this. <laughs> oh my god. Is that why we can't hear <laughs> half of what you said? I did hear a bunch of clanging, and I was like, Damn, I might dog. have a real problem. I might have a real problem. I took a shot of whiskey. So I'm a real so, man. I also trying. did that too. I'm uh <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying yes, to uh conserve what little beer I have left. So that's why I'm only at one and a half. <laughs> I didn't start drinking until well in, like a half hour in. I drank four beers before we started. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, since you got a shit, do you want to just stop this now? No, I was just kidding. <laughs> this has been an hour. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Well, you're on um, your phone, right? Go smoke a cigarette. He can't. He can only use the internet in this bathroom. Okay. Uh, I don't know. So do we have any other things you want to talk about this movie? No. No? No. It's <laughs> terrible. Stopped. It's a terrible movie. This is, yeah, I, I didn't like this movie, and now I don't like it more, but I'm angry at it because I feel like it could have been better. Yeah, the, the pacing in the opening was like, I was like, oh, this is going to be smart, and something's going to happen. And then when it went on, I was like, wow, this is a fucking dog shit movie. This is so dumb. It's what I mean. I, I, liked, the, the I liked the open. I liked that first 15 minutes in the flashback scene, and but it wasn't use, it, it wasn't needed. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a real political thriller. Yeah. What pisses me off more than anything is that, like, it could have... Like, I'm going to go read this book. <laughs> and I don't even know how to read. Dog, you just so had, like, a digital... audio book. <laughs> you just that's, had, like, a digital fart. Like, that's <laughs> destiny. That is, that is meant to sound that way. Yeah. <laughs> You, you need to listen to this podcast at like 
one hour and four minutes and like 15 seconds you like your it sounded like your brain exploded and then there was a digital fart and you came (laughs) back to life (laughs) you sounded like you had a you had a stroke (laughs) yeah right about the product we're putting out (laughs) all right so we didn't like this movie but um are you guys, what have you seen since we've last met up that is good? So the people in quarantine have something to enjoy watching. I finally watched Parasite. Oh, yeah. What'd you think yeah, of it? It was fucking awesome, man. Like, it was yeah, not what I expected that. at all. You saw it too, Ant? Yeah, I watched Yeah. Yeah? Great, uh, great ending. Yeah, I uh I honestly when I when I finally I wanted to see that for months. I think I talked to both of you guys about wanting to see that for ages. And then I finally got to see it. And it was nothing like what I thought it would be, but it was yeah. it was really good. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, really cool. Steve did no, too. I got like halfway through I got halfway through I'm like, what the fuck not mean, but I was like, what the fuck's the plot of this movie? What the fuck is gonna happen? Yes. I thought this was a horror movie. Yes. But Academy Awards. And I'm like fuck is gonna happen here and it was like all right cool this is absolutely i I think parasite we haven't done movie in years and this is a perfect movie there's nothing wrong with that movie whatsoever i could not i wouldn't change it was really well done i I, the the acting was really well done too like you don't even give a shit about like the women what's that you cut off on oh my god he must be shitting. <laughs> I thought the end was like no, a... I said... Oh my god. <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> you don't know what we're hearing. <laughs> He'll hear it. He'll know. Dude, he must have went out to have a cigarette because his internet's not working at all. I think that's what's happening. Oh, I feel like he's he's like he's probably like screaming at the phone. It's just like Parasite. <laughs> no, but I, I I did really like Parasite. I did not see the ending coming. I did not know where that plot was going. I, I, I like that. It people, sounds like we might all be in agreement with that. I like that the social commentary was about its comments on class. Yeah. But it really, the ending, all good, all good horror movies are usually have metaphors, but like the ending was like a horror movie and I loved that. Yes. I, I loved it. I couldn't believe it after, after seeing so many people complain that it wasn't a horror movie. It was like, a, it, took, was it like, just took a hard right. It like is a horror movie. I fucking loved it. I loved every second of it. Uh, I don't even know what else I saw. I've seen a couple of good things, but now I'm drawing a blank because I can hear Goggles' heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched uh, right before this podcast. I was watching mid nineties. Oh, I, I wanted to see that. I still haven't fucking seen it. It was pretty good. I, I, yeah. I've been on a big indie kick lately, so it just looks like the mid nineties, which is very nostalgic for anyone who grew up in the mid nineties. So yeah. yeah, I was looking forward to it. the preview. Made me want to cry. It was it was a, it was a fun movie. 
sort of, I guess. I've been I've been watching a lot. It's not I I lie. It's not really a fun movie. It's it's kind of dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I've been watching a lot of horror stuff, but it's like old stuff that I've seen and I'm rewatching. Hello. Oof. I don't know. I don't know what happening. that was. I think Goggles was just murdered live <laughs> on our podcast. It was just a matter of time, really. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... What else have I been watching? I saw... Uh, I I, uh, I finally saw Green Room. Oh, you never saw that? No, I never saw it. It was really good. Oh, that movie fucking rules. I was just watching Odd Thomas. I love Anton Yelchin, man. Yo. Taken too soon. That dude is a fucking star. Yeah. Yeah, he was he so did, fucking good. It was amazing. It was really good. Uh, Yo, have you ever seen Odd Thomas? No. Dude, it's amazing. It's such an it's early such an early two thousands B horror. But he's so good in it. Like it makes it just makes the fucking it's like a horror action dumb movie. Like almost like a teeny bopper movie. And it's so fucking good. I watched it again last night because Sophie never saw it. It's so good. It's like it, it's like if if the kid from Sixth Sense grew up Whoa. and was like a better like a adventurer about it. I think Anthony's trying to talk. I know. From it's the other side. It's no, like the... I'm, I'm 100% not. You guys it's just talk. There's like, like weird-ass fucking noises that sound like I'm... you screaming. Nope, but you're not. Was... It's really creepy. I'm... Nope, I went out to smoke a <laughs> And my neighbor asked me if I wanted lean or something. I don't know what that was. Doing. Yeah, you should get some. He's, he offered it to me. I don't know. But I was listening to you guys talk. God forbid I'm fucking quiet. No, you're but fine. If you, like, if, you like, if you like Green Room, you should fucking watch Blue Ruin, which is a fucking amazing film. That's the movie that guy did before that, right? Yes, and it is, again, like, it's when I watch Blue Ruin, it's like, that is the movie I want to make. I'll watch I fell like, asleep. Yeah. I watch Green Room, I'm like, yeah, I can make that movie. That's why I should have made that movie. But I can't. I mean, I can't make any of these movies. But... Blue Ruin is like a fucking go. Have you guys seen Blue Ruin? No. I started it and I fell asleep. No. Your guy's goal is to watch Blue Ruin. I watched Hell or High Water. Did you guys watch that movie? I fucking no. love that movie. I, I, I thought about it today, but I didn't, I ended up watching mid-90s instead. Oh, yeah. That was an all right movie. Dude, I thought it was incredible. I love that movie. Here, here Yo, you guys, check this out. It, there's a movie, Galveston. And it's like the same guy who wrote the book for Hell or High Water. Galveston is like so much more. It's the same guy from Hell or High Water that's not Chris Pine, the other guy who I loved. And it's just I like I hate that guy. That's why I didn't want to watch the movie. Oh, I love him, dude. From the he gets this ear, his rings torn out of his face in the Punisher, the Thomas Jane Punisher. He uh yeah, movies, yeah. Dude, Galveston is so good. It's so much darker. It's like him and um I don't want to ruin anything for you, but he's kind of like a a tough guy for hire, and he and he and he gets like a, a cancer diagnosis, and then he gets like you know in over his head and a bunch of shit when he saves this girl, and it's so brutal, and it's such a good fucking movie, man. I loved it. it, it every time someone talks about Hell or High Water, I'm like, yo, but did you see Galveston though? You gotta see this fucking movie. All right, so Galveston and Blue Ruin. I watched uh, Happy. Oh, the TV show? Oh, with uh, Chris Maloney? 
dude, that shit is fucking bonkers. Oh, and yeah? Crazy. Awesome. Pat Oswalt, you ever read the comic? Uh, yes. I like the comic better. Uh, of course. But the TV show is fucking awesome. As someone who suffers from uh, incredibly bad eczema, that was a big plot point in the comic, and it's not in the TV show at all. It really pissed me off. They put it in there a little bit. They put it Do in they? There. Yeah, remember when he's walking down the street, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? What, what are you flaking on me? I guess. I don't even remember that. I thought I watched the whole first season. I don't remember that. You can't put everything in there. Come on. You could say he has eczema. Oh, yeah, for you guys. Yeah, for the person who read the fucking book, yeah. Oh, yeah, for the eczema people. Sorry. Yeah, for the, are you, are you the eczema be, are you lobby. Are you going to be the new people who could cry that you don't have the representation and film Yes, that? that's it. Me and all my eczema friends, we meet up twice a week to talk about you. You should. Jesus. Goggles, goggles makes me itch. <laughs> nah, you know who you are. Right. So anyway, yeah, that show that show's cool. Okay, so happy. That's cool, man. I, I listened to the Pat Oswalt Conan needs a friend and he was talking about the uh the the time he was on Seinfeld and then I was watching Seinfeld and that episode came on. He's gotta be like nineteen years old. I roll my own on the stairs, I'm sorry. You roll your own Seinfeld? <laughs> Doing a pop. Sorry. Oh, we got a, right, we got a guest star. <laughs> this episode, we see what Tony Goggles thinks about drinking lean. <laughs> no, that was outside. Somebody walked by and was like yelling at me. What do you mean to? That's a thing well, that happens. You maybe there's a lot of stuff you can do. <laughs> there's some life changes you can make while you're in lockdown. I'm trying to remember. I watched. I've been watching a bunch of fucking shit, but it's really, I don't know. Dude, it's I watched two my really. Mood, man. I watched a couple really good horror movies. I, I sent them to you guys. I don't remember what they're called. One was called The Room, and I know that that's everyone's mad at the title of it. Okay. But The Room was awesome. It was like a classic. Like they move in this house in the secret room. They can wish things into life. But it got like it gets so much crazier than that. And then the other one I watched was like about the uh what was it? I sent you guys the fucking Yeah. The picture. It was like the girl who uh Yeah, every ten minutes you send me a movie you're watching. Because I'm watching fucking movies and I want you guys to know about them. Yeah. And the I one think. was uh about the girl, she ends up uh going to like a self help seminar and it ends up being like a satanic cult. Oh, it was so fucking good. Oh my god, what was it? I can't remember the I'm name of it. To go but to I, our, our thread and find it. Midsummer? No, no, no. There was nothing like that. It wasn't Wicker Man either. What did you guys think of that Midsummer movie? I really enjoyed it. I, I was a little let down because I liked Hereditary so much, and it was so much it was talked oh. about. And Wicker Man's one of my favorites, you know. But the visually, it was really incredible. I, I went back and revisited it, and I, it, I loved it. Was it House? Yeah. Housewife? Yes. Was it Housewife? Yes. Yes, it was Housewife. The movie was fucking awesome. Sorry to yep. interrupt you. No, no, I'm glad we got the title out there so people go watch it. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, I, um, I, I thought that Midsummer was predictable, but I liked yeah. how it was done. It was visually entertaining to me. That's what killed me about it is I was like, oh, man, they're saying, because Hereditary hit reminded me of Wicker Man. And they were like, this, this is this dude's wicker man. 
it's going to be incredible. And then I was like, well, it was like Wicker Man because uh, I could call the ending from seeing other movies. But then, but overall, it was a really good movie to watch. Like, it was a really great watch. He, he there, there's like a lot of he, he's, he's really good. The Ari's really good at doing like those subtle things that just kind of are jarring to you, and you don't even realize it's jarring to you, dude. He's great. I, mean, cr- I think anything was jarring. It, it, it's up there with like Requiem for a Dream. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I, like, I he creates a sense of dread. You know, yeah, it's like the, that's, the that's opening alone. The opening alone makes you feel uh, like a really yeah, like a, almost sick to your stomach dread, and that's a real accomplishment. Also, though, they, they give you – I think it's brilliant, but like when people are like, really, you called the whole movie? They literally map out the whole movie in the opening. Yeah, and there's people with the art. Oh my god, you don't understand this movie? Like, you know, there's so much complex shit. I'm like, not really. It's basically as simple as yeah. The like, plot's what, really easy to more follow. more complex movie. Yeah, it's not a fucking hard movie to follow, but you want to read into it and be artsy, and you're like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, right. People, that's the same people. The same clock is on the wall in all of Joker. In every scene of Joker, it's the same time because right. the movie's like, all in his head, and it's like, why like, would that make it a good movie? They're like, give me a break. It was this, this, and that. And I was like, yeah. two hours later, I'm like, okay. I Dude, I got sit through the four-hour version of it. I'll tell you I got, that. I got done Midsommar, and, and people are like, but don't you think she killed her whole family? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. She did not. She did not she did kill not her kill family. Her family. It's, it's literally illustrated in a way where you can see that she did not kill her family at all. Right. It makes no sense. I was like, I went back and watched the second time. Like, is there something I'm missing here that idiots are telling me about? No, they're just idiots. They just want to feel superior because it's one of those movies that are like, oh, I'm superior because I like fucking Midsummer. Right. Fuck you. But it was filmed really well. I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was. But as a movie, I mean, there's movies that are filmed really well that aren't good movies. Midsummer's a three out of five. It's it's a movie. It's I don't it's, know. I, I'd give it more than that. The music is good. Out of five, what would you give it? Out of five? Yeah. I'd give it a four out of five. I'd split the difference. I'd right. I'd watch it again, but I'm not as like in it, it I'd watch it again, but it's mostly because it's just a pretty watch. It's not like I'm super into the plot. It was beautiful. I would but never watch it, honestly. You, would, you wouldn't watch it again? No. I mean, if we all watched it, I'd watch it, but I would never on my own be like, oh, I've got to watch Midsummer again. No, I mean, like, maybe several years down the line, I'll be like, yeah, I'll catch. Nah. If, if he has, like, another movie or something, I'll just do, like, a night of them. Hereditary, but... way better. And people yeah. hold yeah. This movie better than Hereditary? I'm like, are you no. kidding me? Yeah, this that's, movie's not better. And that's what pisses me off. We we talk about that a lot. Like, like I'm not here to tell people like they need the same viewing experience as me. But people who like aren't in the horror always have these like grandiose things to say about modern horror. And I'm like, well, yeah, but like, did you see Wicker Man? Have you ever seen Wicker Man? Because no, like, they I know, I know. And that's oh, what kills yeah. me about it. It's like how it's like. Uh, you, you don't have to fucking see the things I've seen to enjoy a movie. Like, um, there's no rules. But it's like, the movies have been doing these things for a long time. Yeah. And and I think that Midsommar is still very good, but the reason it's a lower thing to me is because uh, Hereditary set the bar really fucking high, and I have people shitting on Hereditary left and right, too, and I'm like, they're the other opposite of it, where they're like, oh, people like it. Oh, it's not that cool, you know, and they have to shit on it. 
which I think Hereditary is like a five out of five for modern horror. And then the other bar they set too high was comparing this dude's to, to Midsummer to, to Wicker Man before it even came out, it's which really I was, cool you know, I already could feel. Um, thoughts into it. It's like when you have a, a pet, you put your thoughts into it. But that's not what it was. Come to right. Fact. It was a dumb movie, and it was dumb. It was so simple and stupid. Right. Right. I. I mean, I. Don't, I didn't think it was stupid. Like I enjoyed it. I just. That I was. I. I had it built up in my head to be better than it was before I saw it because of what the guy's work already was. Agreed. And Hereditary is that guy's first real movie. He had like a short film before that. Anything else you guys see? I love movies where there's any kind of cult or devil worship. I love them. They are my favorite thing in the world. I watch so many. Did you see The Invitation? Yes. What did you think of that? I loved it. I just watched that today, too. Dude, I saw that like five years ago. I Look, man, I make movies. I don't no, have time to listen, watch them. I'm not it's a saying struggle. I'm not. That's not like a. <laughs> it's not like a one up thing. Like, oh, I saw I it a long time ago. It's like I'm the like day came out. Every, oh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I mean no like fucking time. No, I really like when I put it on the one night. I was like, I have no idea what this is. And it was like the same thing. It just dropped on Netflix like that day, and it came up in the bar. And I was like, "Yep, I'll watch the first thing you throw at me, Netflix. Let's go." I fucking loved that movie. They did such a good job. It was okay. I loved that they how they kept you guessing because the dude already was. They're like, "Is this oh, dude yeah, paranoid?" That guy or whatever. It was already the, there. The, the, yeah, like he like the and the lead has had problems, so he's like. They kept you guessing whether he was where there is a conspiracy against him here, or is something bad's about to happen, or is he a little crazy? Yeah, I loved, I loved that man. I thought, and I thought all the actors really fucking held it down in that movie. I enjoyed the third act, but I didn't really like the ending. Really, uh, I I could see what it, like you thinking it's a little cheesy. Yeah, it's kind of like ah, oh, really. I kind of like I liked it, and I like stuff like that. But I but I didn't I did enjoy the third act. It was pretty suspenseful. I it kept my attention. For sure. I, I just really enjoyed. I I think I liked the third the uh, the very ending because it was so the rest of the movie was so localized. Like it was just this house, and there it's just their problem. So then like when the third movie brought it or the third like the very ending of the, of the third act brought it to a bigger scale, I was like that's pretty cool, man. Like I didn't really see that coming. Did you guys see Good Time? Yeah. Uh, I started that, and I don't know what I, what I did. I didn't watch it. It's, oh, it's great. De- yeah, it was definitely clear to me that these are the same people that did Uncut Gems. Yeah. Yeah, the, the music is, like, intense. The, the music, and honestly, like, the plot, the-, the pacing, like, everything about it, it reminded me a lot of Uncut Gems. The- like, in a good way, though. It was, it was a good movie. What's that? Aunt? I I cut you off. What was that? I oh, didn't come out. It's just intense. They 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 make movies where you are they they grab you by the balls and you watch the movie. Yeah, it, it, you know? but it's like an intense movie that's like a series of unfortunate events test 
a, like tense movie. You know what I mean? Yes. We can do good. Why would you bring him? Why would you bring him to do this robbery? You know what I mean? Like why? Yeah. <laughs> like good it, like it was a series of poor choices. You can do hell. You can do uh, hell and high water and good times as a comparison. Like, why are you fucking this up? Like, wh- why would you choose that thing? But then again, in the real world, well, you won't have a movie if you didn't do that. You know? Yeah, but and people, <laughs> people who rob people bring along fuck ups all the time. That's that's just who they they work. You work with what you got. Yeah. Yeah, it's a that should be our tagline for this podcast. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you guys got to see Galveston, man. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Galveston and Helen Highwater and what was the the blue blue what? Ant? Bruin, blue ruin. Blue ruin. Blue ruin. Yeah, blue I got I got to go back and watch that one for real. You need to watch Murder Party. You Murder haven't Party? watched that. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Murder Party is the movie that this guy, the the guy who made uh, Blue Ruin and uh, Green Room, Sarah, it's the quote unquote like the tro- the movie we would have made. Oh, really? Murder Party. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. It's like when I watch Murder Party, I'm like, oh, that's the movie I should be smart enough to make that I'm not. All right, it's on my list now. I just wrote it down. Any other that movies you really- want to break? Oh, go go for it. I didn't know you were still going. Go. No, no. Sorry. Good. Over. Go. Over. All right. Footloose. Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recommend Footloose to the audience? Fuck yeah. Was that you who posted that Amanda didn't believe it was real? No, she never believed that was a real movie. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a punk-ass movie. Like, even though, like... It's about dancing, but it's like fuck. It's all about fuck authority. That's the whole, that's yeah. the whole point the movie's about. Fuck authority, man. Fuck you and fuck your religion. I it's love John Lithgow. Through and through. You know John Lithgow when uh, they had uh, they originally tapped uh, Joe Dante to direct Batman, and John Lithgow was going to play the Joker in his version. Wow. Could you imagine that? That would be awesome. Wow. I do. I love. I love a good lift go. Do you ever see Blowout? Yo, what was no. that? This is Cat. <laughs> Did you ever see Blowout? No. No. Watch Blowout. Blowout. What's Blowout about? Brief it's about synopsis. A, a brief synopsis. Uh, it's about John Travolta, who's a sound designer for a slasher movie, and he he does sound. So he gets sound effects and all this stuff. The new slasher movie they're making, the girl doesn't have a good scream, so he's trying to find a good scream. But while he's bored, he goes out and uh, gets the sound effects, ends up discovering a murder. Uh, amazing. It, it sounds good. Like Brian De Palma, Nancy Allen. One of my favorite top three movies of all time in my in my in my book. Go watch it. Top three movies of all time. Wow. For for me. Yeah. My top. It's my number three. It's my number three. It's amazing. So it goes. Terminator Two: Judgment Day, Copland, and Blowout. No, Copland's not my top three. 
I oh, love Copland. Is that so? But I'm telling you, Blowout, go watch it. All right. All right, anything else you guys want to talk about? We've been going on for nearly an hour and a half, and I think we oh, need to yeah. give these people a break. One thing before I go. Dude, Tales from the Loop on Amazon. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. Dude, I think it's my the best show I've ever seen. What's a? Give me a brief synopsis. Uh, it's like the Loop is like a scientific community. that It's like a community built around some kind of science project, and everything looks very, like kind of it could be like the late 80s or something but the technology is all very advanced and there's like robots and shit everywhere uh and basically like these families live and work at this thing but that's not the plot like that just drives the plot there's no the it's more like an anthology that ties together like every story is different um and it's based on this guy he painted these things where it's like these landscapes but then they have like random robots and stuff in them and they basically they just made this like incredibly emotional tv show that covers like a lot of of facets of like human human experience you know and like like it just it's hard to explain plot wise because it's it's driven more by the people's experience and the technology works around that okay and it's weird too like the music like we were watching it and the leftovers is one of my favorite shows of all time and sophie goes this is the same music as the leftovers so we look it up, and, it, and it's two different composers, right? And I'm like, man, they really were trying to rip this off and, and make you feel like leftovers. And then I look further into it, and it's like the guy who did the music for the leftovers like taught both dudes how to make music and helped both of them do the music on the shows. It's so crazy. Yeah. Dude, it, it, I just loved it. It's just like so it, – it's just like a very – well done emotional show I, I hate giving amazon money but it's it's a it was a beautiful show i couldn't get through it quick enough cool so that's my plug awesome that's i'll i put that on my list too yeah get get ready to get sad i've, I've been well i could use a break because right now i've been just getting i i have like a fucking non-stop anxiety attack because i just yeah watching shit that's giving me agita so i could use a break yeah there i dude i can't even lie. like there's a couple episodes like the pilot i was like this is cool where's it going and then every episode after that i'm like this is so emotional there, there's one where i bawled my fucking eyes out like, it, it's a great uh character actor just it, it's just a really cool show they did a great job on it cool man all right, friends. Well, there you go. There's there a bunch you go. Of shit to watch. Quarantine recommendations. Time, yeah, next time we meet up to talk about something. Who knows when that'll be? Oh, jeez. <laughs> we'll have to pick a movie again. I'll have to be more on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. At least a lot of movies are coming out, and they're coming out right to stream. That's true. We got that going for us. There's another Ben Affleck that just came out. Oh, really? I forget which one it is. Some the only way or something. I gotta relook, but who knows what that stinks. I'm sure it does. <laughs> well, it's someone else's turn because I picked this one. And All right. What right. did we do last week? Uh, fuck. Was what, it Jay and Silent Bob? Oh yeah, it was Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, uh, so I guess I gotta pick one. I think it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, pressure. Yeah. 
All right, let's wrap it up. You still there, Ant? Yeah. You guys just let me talk. It was nice. I was afraid that you were gone. I thought we lost you. Nope. All right, let's wrap this up. We've been talking for a long time. Yep, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening at home. Sorry for the quality of Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that too, right, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, next week will also be just as bad. Yeah, it'll be like this for a little bit. But don't worry, friends. We're going to get through this together. Maybe Anthony can just go into the bar. Maybe the Wi-Fi is better in the bar. I'm saying. There's a solution here. It'll, it'll take us a while, and as soon as we find the perfect sound solution, the quarantine will be out. You just come over. I don't care. Or we could just do that. <laughs> it's better the less you hear me. So, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. It's cool when it blanks out the dumb shit you say, but you have some good stuff here and there. It's weird when you're super quiet. Yeah, occasionally you let a nugget of truth slip out. <laughs> All right, we're done. Right. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we're just waiting for goggles to end it for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting everybody. for Anthony to end it so he could say that we're going to watch Suicide Squad next week. Suicide Squad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week when we watch Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Harley Quinn. There you go. All right. Let's go. You've been listening to What They Should've Done. What They Should've Done. Raymond Strife, Sarah Casey, Tony G. These people are fabulous. I know them very well, and I'll tell you what, they're going to make podcasting great again. And cut!